Hey, I'm Micah. And I'm Jen. From 1994 to 1996, Jen lived in the middle of nowhere, Montana. But not by choice. She was sent to a therapeutic boarding school. I had some issues. While there, she performed hard labor. There was also a lot of forced exercise. Went through daily, hours-long group therapy. That shit didn't work. And when she left, she was left with some holes in her life. Holes? One of the holes was their pop culture hole. Yeah, I missed a lot of shit. And that's a hole we can fill. So don't turn to stone. It's time for... I never saw that. Gargoyles. They come alive at night. Gargoyles. I'm trying to sing the same thing you sang-ish. Gargoyles. Gargoyles. Hello. Hi. Hi. This is, uh, I Never Saw That, and we're talking this about gargoyles. This is a podcast <laughs> called I Never Saw That. We're talking about gargoyles again. <laughs> um, we decided, you know, to stick with this for a while. But we are, we, so we've been saying that we we're going to do the first two seasons. And it turns out that we are actually going to only do the first season. Because the second season has approximately 900,000 episodes. I believe 52 episodes. <laughs> 52 episodes. Yeah. And we're not going to do that. Um, and the other reason we're not going to do that is because we found out that a friend of ours uh, has a Gargoyles podcast. Yeah. They that just, just started. came out. So we don't want to step on their toes. And um, But we definitely recommend that if you want more Gargoyles action, and you definitely do. Yeah. So. um, (laughs) Wait, what are we talking about? Oh, I just had the best conversation with Liz. Liz is one of the hosts. uh, Liz and Daniel are the hosts, and the podcast is called Defenders of the Night. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we were just talking about how hot um, Goliath is. (laughs) Okay, so we are talking about And, like, Detective Maza and, like, how... Yeah, like they're sexy. And I was like, mm-hmm. this is so validating because Micah makes me feel like a total freak when I no, find cartoon I characters sexy. So anyway, it was just super That's validating. projection. Whatever. Anyways, so yeah, but they, I think they do talk quite a bit about the sexiness of the... Uh, yeah, they're doing a much deeper dive than we are. They're doing like one episode per episode. Yes. Um, I think they were probably fans of the show yeah, yeah, more yeah. so than we were, so... It's no, a they very had different, seen it, yes. Yeah, it's a very different um, feeling, but they're also very funny, and um, you guys should listen yep. to that show. It's You can find it at Calamity Cast, mm-hmm. um, or just search Defenders of the Night yep. in any podcatcher thing that you use. Gargoyles. Maybe they want to use me singing Your theme song? on their podcast. Maybe. I wonder. Probably. Maybe for like the second season, because I know they've done a lot of episodes already. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah. So the so yeah, the premise of our show, Micah, mm-hmm. is that we haven't seen these. Well, I haven't seen these. Things. Yes. So yeah. So so their shows different. They were fans of it mm-hmm. of the show, and they're talking about it in a much more interesting way. Maybe for you fans of the show Gargoyles, if you're know. out there. I mean, I don't know. Probably. Maybe you want our fresh, most likely irreverent, bad, wrong take. Maybe that's why you're here. Yeah. If that's your thing, you've come to the right place. <laughs> so we are talking about episodes, or season one, episodes six through eight. Yeah. This evening, or this day, this morning, this Today. afternoon, whatever Whenever it is you're listening for to you. It. Yeah. This hour. Gargoyles. Yeah, this hour is just going to be Jen singing. 
Gargoyles. Badly. Very badly. The Gargoyles theme song that we made up, that I ad-libbed. Yes. And that I wanted to get to do this time. time. Yeah. Whew. So just this a couple is going more well so far. That, I think this that is you going have to put up with. Yeah, um, two more after this. So let's get into it. But let's start the way we always do. With a an affirmation about me. Oh. Something you love about me. Okay. Right? That was a segment we were Yeah, we were doing do that. So yeah, I didn't prepare for it though. Um we can edit out all this. I'll think of something. Just give me a few. Wow. <laughs> Fine. Do your stupid segment. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. See you in the funny papers. So today for See in the Funny Papers, we are on September 3rd, 1994, and I want to do something a little different because um, I've done this before when we did the jumble. I want to do something else that's on the Funny Papers pages. Is it a puzzle I have to solve? Uh, It's not a puzzle you have to solve. Okay. Um, I'm just going to read the column about bridge that's on there. Oh, no, thing. no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> no, not. Oh, thank God. I've never read that. No one's ever read that, actually. Yeah, That's, I don't understand. What is that for? It's for bridge players. Like, people but people who bridge play bridge the with the newspaper? I don't understand. Like, how does that work? I think it's tips on, like, how to play bridge. It's fucking weird, man. There's no other part of the newspaper that's dedicated to one specific game. No, there isn't. It, like, is bridge an ongoing game? And that's why it's, like, week to week? I just don't, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Whatever. I think, well, people get together and like play it continually, but I don't think the score continues. Whatever. Who I cares? I think it's just a complicated game. Is this really what we're doing? Tips. No, but I just okay, thought it was funny. So what are we doing? Horoscopes? Ding, yeah? ding, ding, ding. We are? Oh. Survey says yes. Okay. We're going to read some horoscopes because uh, I just thought September 3rd, 1994, they actually did predict the future pretty well because they're very applicable. Yours and mine. I'm just reading yours and mine. To what we were going through at the time? No, to right now. Oh, but okay. Just Bye. wait until you hear this. Um, so Jen is an Aries. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give her um, full birthday because then people will be able to like hack your shit online and yeah, stuff. Yeah, smart, know? smart. So I don't want to do that. Smart. Um, even though I gave out my full email address last week and man, I'm just, <laughs> all I'm getting is porn spam now. Are you? Yeah, just tons of porn spam. Oh. Uh. That's weird. So, Aries, March 21st through April 19th. This is for September 3rd, 1994. Yeah, I know. And also, today, 2020. (sighs) Instead of just lulling your hours away today, try to do something productive. You might have to push yourself a bit, however, because you may not be easily motivated. (laughs) Well, that's, that's funny because that is, that's my life every day of every week of every year (laughs) however uh you know i was being forced to do productive things in 1994 Mm -hmm. i don't know about september 3rd what we were doing but um, yeah but i see i see your point but right now i think we're all struggling with that yeah um so cancer do you want to hear mine yeah i'm a cancer you sure um, are in many ways uh very funny joke jen Mm -hmm. um june 21st to july 22nd if circumstances permit Try to focus on mental activities rather than physical ones today. You should be good at brain work, but not so hot where brawn is needed. 
you should be good at brain work, yeah, today, but not so hot. You should be good at oh, brain today work, but you not should, so hot where brawn is should, needed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that fits. Like yeah. That. You're not. Also, very true of all the me time. every day of every year. Yeah. Um, not so much brawn. Try to focus on mental activities rather than physical ones today, you weakling. <laughs> hey, Brainiac. <laughs> Stop trying to lift that thing nerd. and go write an equation about it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so is that was that it for this That's week? It. Okay. I just thought that would be fun. Okay, well, oh, that's the end of that shit. Um, <laughs> See you in the funny paper I think that was the shortest. It was. See in the funny papers we've ever done. So I, have I mean, a I guess. Logistical question for you though. Okay. Since we missed the cartoons today, the comics. Yeah, I mean, should I, I cover September third again? Because I did peruse the offerings. Yeah. And they were all trash. I figured that there must have been something mm-hmm. like that because why would you have done this? They otherwise? weren't. They weren't good or funny or interesting mm-hmm. in any way. But I did think the. Horoscopes were interesting, so. Yeah. Well, I mean, agree to disagree. Okay. Um, and, I'll just uh, move on to September 4th then. I think, I think that's fine. I mean, yeah. I think if I miss that one day, you know, hopefully it won't be too big of a hole in my, right. in my uh, you know, well, education. And again, just to remind you and our listeners, we're going to go back once we get to the day you left. Uh-huh. We're going to go back again and do different comics. Do a different comic. So we'll cover them all eventually anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. Thank God. You know, thank God. And all the jumbles and all the horoscopes and all the bridge columns. We did say we were done with this stupid segment. So. (laughs) All right. So let's get into some gargoyles, huh? All right. Again, what are we talking about? We're talking about gargoyles season one. Get into them. Just stop. Episode six through eight. Episode six is titled The Thrill of the Hunt. Yeah, so um, last week we didn't really go through episode by episode or anything. This time we are going to do that, but we're not going to, you know, we won't go like plot point by plot point. But yeah. I feel like each of these episodes was very different. So I, I don't they are think we can. Different. I we're, don't think we can talk about them as a group. We're at the point now where they are their own standalone stories. Like we're not in that awakening right. part one through five right. anymore. So they're just exploring New York and they're doing different things. But man, episode six just goes in a really weird direction. And I have to say, this is my least favorite episode of any that we've watched so far. Yeah, for by far for me too. I liked the other two a lot. This one's just bad. Yeah. So this episode starts out, as I think a lot of the episodes do with them, the gargoyles waking up mm-hmm. as the sun goes down. Mm-hmm. And I have some questions uh, <laughs> based on this and other things that happened in the other episodes we're going to talk okay. about, but they all kind of go together right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize they're really high up, like they're above the clouds and nobody can see up there. Yeah. But they're in a city and uh-huh. every time they wake up, they fucking roar yeah. and throw rock everywhere, which we talked about a little bit we before. Did. Yeah. But they're not very good at keeping a low profile. No. They're bad at that. They're they really bad at it. And they, well, and then they go out and explore the city and like they don't even try to stay hidden from people. Yeah. They just go out into well, the streets and do stuff. Sometimes they do. And other times they're like, I'm just going to go talk to that person. But another thing they do well, constantly yeah. is um, I don't know about you, but I don't like memorize 
what position gargoyles are in when I'm like looking at a building, but I think I would notice <laughs> yeah, if they're different, if they're totally one. fucking different and in different <laughs> places and in different positions and making facial expressions at each other. Right. Cause that happens a few times in these episodes where they just freeze or even on a different fucking building. Well, actually that happened also in like the first or yeah. second episode. I don't know if we even talked about that, how he Goliath um, froze in a park and like yeah. some guy ran by and was like, I've never noticed that gargoyle before. But I think, as you said, they're up so high. Then nobody knows they're no there. No one knows. The only people who know already know that they come alive at night. You know what I mean? Right. Like Xanatos and But they Maza. show up in, this, in these few episodes we're going to talk about today. They end up freezing on top of a different building once. Yeah. Like nobody would notice that right outside of a window that's on the roof, which is another feature that I didn't know all buildings in New York have tons of windows on their roof i know mm-hmm. that some do they have mm-hmm. like skylights and stuff it's just very convenient well how else for... would you see in right yeah micah from above i know so <laughs> okay and i do have to say several instances of these motherfuckers flying yeah in these three episodes yeah. i think we have to let go of that if I don't, you flap I don't, your wings i don't think we and can go talk up, about that anymore you can fly there are several well, instances of them gliding, but there are a few times when they flap their wings and their bodies go there up. There could be a wind current going up. You don't know. And they're just having one of those like muscle spasms. It at just the same always, time. there always happens to be a current wherever they want to yeah. be going. So that works out. But they clearly flap their wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they do. I, I, I noticed it also and I thought. I know it's going to come up again, and we have to stop talking about okay. it. <laughs> all right. I won't say anything else about it then. So they wake up this time very fucking loudly, and they all <laughs> immediately fly away to go watch TV. Yes, which I thought was hilarious. I was like, oh, okay. So the gargoyles just watch TV now? Yeah. And I was like, this? It would have been a awesome. They should have done a show that was basically Beavis and Butthead, but with gargoyles. <laughs> yeah, where they just watch, <laughs> they just watch or TV. Or Mystery Science like, Theater 3000. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, oh. they... Um, I thought that was really funny. They, I thought for a while they were going to do something really cool where they just have a different show within a show that we see. And it's not even about the gargoyles. It just goes into this oh, other yeah, show. Oh yeah, that would have been cool. And then just they just for do like that a for one several episode episodes thing. or they yeah. do it every time. <laughs> that would have been kind of weird. Um, they kind of do that a little bit, but they introduce the pack. Yeah. Which is it's not a explained. Show. It's a TV show about this group of five people mm-hmm. who um, are all dressed cool. Cool, super cool. And, <laughs> very, um, very cool. And they all have dog names. Yes, they are Fox, Wolf, Dingo, Hyena, and Jackal. Yeah. And I thought, oh, cool. They're like a group of sort of superheroes. Yeah. And, you know, maybe the, they're going to hang out with the gargoyles or whatever. Well, Actually, that's not what I thought at first because it's just a show mm-hmm. at first. And they fight ninjas. They always they they're fight always fighting ninjas who don't ninjas. Ninjas do not fight with honor, Jen. Apparently not. Not like dogs. I just whatever. So, but then there's like a live show. They find out that there's a live show. Yes, they're going to do the a live gargoyles. appearance at Madison Square Garden. And so they all go, or who all goes? Just Brooklyn the three and Lexington Nimrods. and Broadway. Yeah, they all go to see this live show, and. They fight the ninjas On in stage. a live show. Yeah. But even before we get to the live show, uh. it shows it shows part of the episode of the pack that the gargoyles are watching. And then it shows the pack in this like 
warehouse space that's also a gym and they're all working out and fighting and practicing their fights. Right, right. But they, uh, so this is what's so confusing because you think, oh, this is a show. They're performers. They're Mm -hmm. performing. They're in costume. They're in character. It's like wrestling is what it feels like. Yeah. But then they aren't. They live like they that. just are these people. Those are their names, and they wear those costumes. Yeah, and they're all talking the about. <laughs> they start talking backstage about gargoyles because somebody slipped them photos of the gargoyles yeah, or some somebody shit. Somebody, whatever. Them. It was Xanatos. Yeah, yeah, he's trying to set them up. Who cares? Again, that's Stupid. all Xanatos does. Um, but. They're talking about like how there's not enough action. They've when they signed up for this, they knew they'd be making a lot of money, but they just were hoping for more action. They're like, Oh, so, imagine the thrill of a hunting something like this. Are they and really are they like mercenaries? I don't know what the fuck they are. Do TV show? I don't I the only answer I could come up with is that their show is a reality show. <laughs> <laughs> it's very it's weird like, and it's not explained it well. It doesn't make sense. It does. They do say at the end, like it's revealed that Xanatos hired them and put them together as a team to fight things and he wanted to see how tough they were. So he puts them onto the gargoyles, blah, blah, blah. It's the same thing he fucking did before. He's always just creating all these teams of He's trying fighting to squads get rid of and the then pitting gargoyles. them against each other to see who's the best. Well, yeah, That's but he also still wants to destroy, I think still wants to destroy Goliath, at least, because Goliath is not easily controlled. I don't know. It's, it's, but I don't know what Xanatos' long game is, but he's no, going I, about we, it in a very expensive and stupid and destructive way. He has a lot of money. Yeah. I, but in this conversation, something came up, which was that, well, it was later in the episode, but who gives a fuck? Um... Because Goliath is talking about hunting. They're mm-hmm. talking about hunting and how the idea of hunting for sport came up. Mm-hmm. And it it reminded me that humans, do you know that humans are the only animal to hunt for sport? Mm. Really? It's so fucked up. It's really fucked up. But that's what these people are doing. They hunt for sport, and which is why they go after the gargoyles. Because it seems like, why? Why are they trying to destroy them? But it's apparently, it's just for the thrill of it. Well, yeah. and then because Xanatos was for a little action, exactly. But it reminded Wolf me wants a little more action. It it reminded me of just one quick Montana uh, connection, which is that the headmaster of the school was a bow hunter, mm. which he claimed was like the most um, I don't know humane way of hunting. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Because to me, that seems so fucking brutal. Like, doesn't it take a while to die from a no. bow? I I had the same questions because I had grew up with some friends that were bow hunters, and I I think the way they describe it as being more humane is that it's more sporting in a way. Like you're not right. shooting a rifle, which isn't yeah. You're using a bow, which is also a weapon that only humans use. So hunting for sport is just fucking disgusting to me. So did you say he was the headmaster? Yeah. Did he bow John. hunt while you guys were there? I think so. I mean, I did don't know, man. Did you guys eat that stuff? Like, no. did he? Did he eat it? No. Yeah, I don't know. I just remember him talking about mm. it. I just remember him talking about bow hunting, and I, I think, I could be wrong. Maybe he didn't even do it himself, but he was just. Ta- I don't know why we it would have come up in group, but he just talked about it, it in but group. It was more like, humane and better than. Yeah, but why? I don't know. Hmm. I don't know why. I mean, we didn't hunt, thank God, or like any of that, but I don't. So, I did don't they know, have, man. 
was it like cafeteria style? You had to go serve yourself and measure out your food and everything? No. no. Um, it was all prepared. There was a... It was prepared and then some things we would just pass around the table. Hmm. So yeah, because like we had like, style. yeah, it was family style in okay. a big arc where we, I said right. this last week where we were all facing each other. and. But you don't remember any fresh venison or anything? No, there wasn't any of that. And we were um, required to drink a quart of water with every meal. I don't with think I mentioned meal? that last time. Yeah, a quart of Wait, water. how much is a quart? 32 uh, like ounces? a full water bottle, yeah. Which was like really difficult because mealtime wasn't super long. That's a and lot of water. It's a lot of water. I don't know what their fucking thing was with water. It was just another con- way of controlling us, you know. Uh, but they were really big on us drinking at least three quarts of water a day. And so, of course, because they can't just say that, they have to watch us do it and make us do it a certain way at a certain time. What's the thing everybody says? Like, you should drink eight glasses of water a day? Are those Something like, like eight ounce glass? It's Is it like 64 ounces? It's like 32, I think. So you're dr- drinking three times that much every day? Yeah. You're drinking four. That's four cups Yeah, of water. So it's at least 12 cups of water a day. Um, but I just remember one of my friends, she had the hardest time getting her food down and her water down. Yeah. And I just, it was so, I can still see her sitting there like struggling through it. And we all just had to sit there waiting until she finished it and like, of course, like the staff gave her the hardest fucking time about it. And I mean, when you're working out or you're like exercising a lot, you need a lot of water, but that seems excessive to do it every single day, no matter what you're doing. It does seem excessive, doesn't it? <laughs> I guess that's your point. Just like, yeah, yeah. It's just one of those things. It's like, it seems arbitrary. Why? And yeah, like, it's right. Just they just control. threw it in for exactly for another way of controlling us mm-hmm. and another way of making us aware that we had no control over anything even our water intake so what happens if you don't drink enough water they just make you stay you have to sit there you have to sit there until you drink it all choke it down Mm -hmm. and it was just water were you allowed you were allowed to drink other beverages um we occasionally i think had juice and sometimes maybe milk but you still had to down that yeah that water every day Mm -hmm. did you just pee constantly yeah, I mean, we must have peed constantly, which was also a, a problem because, you know, as I've said before, that became something that we were punished for if we went pee, like, during really? group. Yeah, oh, remember we just talked yes. about this a couple weeks ago. So you have uh, to drink tons of water. And you can't pee during group. <laughs> could you drink your water throughout the day or you had to do two quarts at the meal, every meal? No, it's one quart per meal. One quart per meal. Okay. I mean, I I don't remember. Maybe maybe you could, could drink you it between meals you, and then just finish it. That that might have been the case. Mm. And then my friend who I was thinking of wasn't drinking water, so she had to drink the whole thing at mm. every meal. You know? Did you have a, you each had a water bottle that you? Yeah, like an algae. You know? And they just kept it. We just would fill them up and drink them. It seems like that'd be such a pain in the ass for them too, because they have to monitor one more thing like keep track of who's filled their water bottles well no they didn't they're not keeping track of that they just i don't know man i don't know i just uh yeah Hmm. i wonder if that was the same throughout or if they i mean i'm sure they i'm sure they changed it because it was stupid and ridiculous (laughs) and they didn't start that until well I, i had been there for a long time before they started that i mean it's probably good for you it's like you're hydrated it's not like i mean 
emotionally and mentally it's, it's a form of control and abuse but right that's exactly i mean it's like but physically yes, like, this is going to water. this is healthy <laughs> this is going to keep yeah. you healthy so you must do this right now in this exact way mm-hmm. or the entire group is punished because what happens is we sit there and sit there and that is cutting into our time our mm-hmm. chores time and if we don't get our chores done on time so you all have can't to sit shower there while that person time, finishes and then we can't get to group on time and if you're late to group oh shit you know yeah so, oh yeah Every, that's how it always is the whole group suffers yeah when no matter what so we would all sit there <sighs> and yeah this poor girl was like she wasn't trying to be <laughs> She was trying. She was a little person. She had issues with food and mm-hmm. like shoveling it all in. Yeah. <sighs> Abusive. So anyway, back to gargoyles. Yeah, back to gargoyles. I had another thing I wanted to talk about. And this runs through a few of the episodes. But um, Elisa is trying to explain. So at the end of Awakening Part 5, um, Xanatos is arrested. Right. And he goes to prison. But Elisa tells Goliath that he's only, he was only sentenced for six months. And then he's coming back. And Goliath keeps repeating, because I get it, like, he's from 994 Scotland. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand how things work. But things didn't even work this way back then. Like, he says, no, Xanatos was defeated. The castle is now oh, ours. Oh, yeah, so stupid. She just keeps saying that. And she's like, no, I'm explaining to you. He went to prison for six months. He's going to come back. And Goliath's response is, he was defeated. Now the castle is ours. Like We are safe here. In we 994 are safe AD, if you defeated someone, they just went away forever. They didn't come back and attack you again because the Vikings did exactly fucking that. Yeah, I don't know. To get him I, into this situation. It didn't make sense. It I doesn't think make it's, any sense. I think it's just kind of showcasing that Goliath it has some flaws. You know, yeah, some the blind big spots, one so. being... That he's a fucking stubborn man. Yeah, as as Elisa puts it. I think your head stays rock hard even at night. Yeah, hello. Which, again, what are, are we talking about? We are perverts. <laughs> I just, I just... You don't want to call people... Other people might be really into this. Why are you calling them perverts? Don't kink shame, Jen. I'm not. I'm saying, whatever, you're, you can be into it and still be a pervert. I mean, I'm saying, I'm a pervert. <laughs> okay. I'm saying, like... We're all perverts. Oh, that line though, just phrasing, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just the phrase "rock hard," but it mm-hmm. actually is like a pun, you know, because they are made of rock. So it's yeah. Well, it's I not a that. pun so no, much. I get that. Are yeah. we really oh, dissecting this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just I was just which which head is she talking about, Jen? Uh, okay, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See again. I'm not making you feel uncomfortable with this. You are. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you are. You are making... What do you mean? You're the one who just said that thing you said. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. What are we doing? Oh, we got distracted by talking about penis. Anymore. Anyway, yeah. So he has a hard... He stays rock hard even at night. So even we, at night. We have that. Okay. All night long. Um, uh, so anyway, to, this episode's stupid. It's... So here's what it's about. What this does is introduces us to the idea that they are really searching for allies. Yeah. And Lex goes through a whole thing. So Lex is the one that stays behind and introduces himself to the pack after the show. 
Um, yeah, thinking and, that they would be friends. Yeah, because he's looking for allies. And he tells this to Goliath. And Goliath is like, no, what were you doing? That was stupid. And he and Goliath get attacked by the pack and whatever. They fight him off and they are defeated. So they'll just mm-hmm. go away forever now. Well, but, they end up getting arrested at the end yeah. too, which is, I, I think, how uh, most of these things are going to go down. Like when they yes. have an enemy they have to defeat in this one episode. Yeah. But Goliath does come around because Lex is like, I'm so sorry. You were right. The humans are never going to accept us. And we, and Goliath says, no, actually. I was so totally wrong. No, Lexington, you were right. We can't hide from the world. We must live in it. We must search for allies, kindred spirits. And sometimes we must take chances like we did tonight. To do otherwise is to remain forever alone. We need to find some allies and we need to find some yeah. like-minded people, which is exactly. what they call the pack kind of which, the beginning. Yeah, and the pack is just, they're assholes. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't make, they, they make no sense. This whole episode makes no sense. I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> well, we have to talk oh. about how they hide from the pack and defeat them eventually. Why do we have to talk about because it? Because they climb up on top of a building that is just fucking covered in gargoyles. In gargoyles. Okay, but this, so this was my... I was like, wait a second. So not all gar- gargoyles come alive at night? Apparently not. Only Scottish gargoyles. So what the fuck? So they so they were under some sort of spell from mm-hmm. the beginning of time? Just this group of gargoyles? I don't know how it works. These are real gargoyles. Those other ones are just statues that people created, Jen. What? <laughs> I was very, I was like, wait a minute. Also, the gargoyles on this building are facing every direction. They're on the roof. They're, they're not, they're clearly not water spouts or gutters (laughs) like they should be. It was just a, like a bad plot device put in so that the gargoyles could hide. And so they hide up there amongst all of them and they pick off the pack one by one. And it's whatever. It's weird. Hudson finishes the episode with the moral of the story. Oh, he did? What was it? Wait, let's see. Let's see if I can guess. Because I don't remember. This is fun. This is fun. Okay. Okay. I Did he say it? Was it like one phrase he said? Yeah, it was his, his line at the end. His line at the end was, I think I have it figured out. <laughs> That's it. That's the moral. No. Hudson has a figured No, I'm out. just saying that was how he introduced Oh, he introduced it. Okay, sorry. What he's about to say. Yeah. yeah. Which was I know what the I know the secret of this episode. I know what the what the moral is. Okay, so he and set it's it up this. again. <laughs> yeah. It was a really big setup. Okay. I think it might have been because he was trying to think of what to say. Okay, he's you got know like what a I mean? Pert happily like situation tr- going on. He was he was really working hard on uh-huh. thinking of something to say. And so then he said, um, <laughs> only... <laughs> he choked up a little bit. Yeah, he did. Because it was so, just such like an emotional I am right moment. Now, I'm just, yeah. I'm really feeling it. <laughs> um, only, this, only this some gargoyles have the magic. Only this only some the, gargoyles? Only the some gargoyles the have sum. the magic. No, this is what he said. Maybe we shouldn't believe everything we see on television. God, I can't believe I forgot that because I groaned. We both groaned <laughs> like, oh my God. 
It was like an after school special all of a I, sudden. Exactly. That whole episode felt like that. Like Were they oh. telling kids though at the time? Was that their little like, hey kids, just so you know, gargoyles don't we are come alive. Really? This is a cartoon show. I maybe maybe they were covering their asses because they were worried about getting sued or something <laughs> from like kids from kids like climbing up on gargoyles and trying climbing to climbing up them on buildings and, and yeah that's probably right I think we figured it out I think that we figured it out mm-hmm. okay and then are we you done see, with this episode you see Xanatos in prison and he explains that he set it all up like we already talked about which is yes stupid. with Mike which Mike I knew the whole time and I but, did yeah you said you said something about Xanatos early on oh, I yeah. was thinking it was just random but of course it wasn't it was in a chest okay episode okay episode seven. seven temptation i actually um i kind of liked this episode it was kind of funny there were there were some deep things going on in this episode that yeah. i would like to get into a little bit um demona comes back in this one yes but it starts with um with lex welding a motorcycle together oh right the motorcycles lying they made on a motorcycle on yeah. the ground and he's welding it together just putting the finishing touches on it they made it from spare parts he says so they cannot comprehend the justice system or the prison system, how any of that works, but they understand just innately how to turn on a television and watch it. They don't understand that you can't they, believe everything on it. Um, they also understand how to build machines. They understand how to build things. They can build a motorcycle from spare parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't see what the problem is here. Okay, cool, cool. We're but they do. They build on. They build it, and then um, Brooklyn uh-huh. rides off on it. He just takes off. And again, what they're doing here is looking for allies. Mm-hmm. He's looking for like-minded people. He's riding around, not even trying to be hidden, just riding around on the streets well, of New York. I think they're just like riding a motorcycle for fun, because Lex got to ride one in a previous episode. Yeah. So, but, well, yeah, but he says when he's out riding, oh... Because he sees a group he sees of like bikers, bikers yeah. and he's like, "Oh, like-minded people." So he goes so to he hang out with them. So he up and That's thinks gonna they're going to well. be friends. And of course, the humans attack him because he's a freak. But before this, right as he rides away, we see something watching from the shadows, mm-hmm. which was uh, very obviously very, Demona. very obviously Demona because it yes. was the outline of her. Mm-hmm. Um, well, but- first, before he sees the bikers, he buzzes um, some cops. He rides by some cops really really fast on the street and the police are just parked at a donut shop yeah yeah as yeah. they do i appreciate their that donuts they spill their coffee because this motorcycle goes flying by mm-hmm. and then they they chase him he goes down an alleyway that just happens to have a perfect little ramp set up against the wall mm-hmm. which is just I, convenient i, I mean, haven't that's spent nice. a lot of time in new york but there always seem to be these alleyways with brick walls built up in the middle of there them. There are a lot of those. Which kind of defeats the purpose of an alleyway. Well, it's so that it's so that you can it's so that criminals can't get away, Micah. Oh, right. That's the that idea. Was smart. Yeah. Good job, architect and designer of New York, Mr. New York. Yep. Ms. actually. Ms. New York. I'm sorry, that was sexist. Sexist. Um, so he hits this ramp, perfect ramp set up, um, mm-hmm. and he spreads his wings mm-hmm. and the motorcycle sails over the wall, uh-huh. which physically impossible because <laughs> the ramp is right against the wall. doesn't make any <laughs> fucking sense. Spreads his wings, sails over the wall, and the cops decide, we're not chasing that. I don't know what it was, but we're not telling anybody about it. We're just going to go back to no, I being cops that sit on the side of the road and he says yes it made me laugh he said that's it i'm off sugar 
<laughs> and he throws the donuts away. It was so funny. I, I like laughed out loud. It was very oh, funny. Oh, man. I do have to say, we've done some baking and made some cookies and like blackberry crisp and stuff like that. Yeah. While we've been on quarantine. Oh, and yeah. Um, I have hallucinated the shit out of oh, some stuff from too. all the sugar I've been eating. That's so funny. We yeah. It's weird that we haven't talked about this. I know, yeah. It seems like... But yeah, I totally... The other day, I hallucinated a um, uh, gargoyle. Mm, yeah. Like a monster with, uh, you know, just like flying right over the Was it one of the gargoyles house. on your the house here? Um, that we yes. usually have? Our normal yes. gargoyles? Yeah. We do have our own gargoyles here that come alive at night. They're rain gutters. They don't actually, Jen. Oh, they don't? No, they don't. Oh, see? So that was a hallucination. Yeah. See, that's my point. Yeah. I, I guess that was the original. Too much sugar. See, right now I must have had too much sugar. As everybody knows, <sighs> sugar makes you hallucinate. No, it was very funny, though. But so, okay. So this episode really felt... Like they did a lot of research into biker gangs and knew their lingo. Oh my God. No. Why? Oh. What What else do you want to say about that? <laughs> sorry. Just really quick. He what meets was the these lingo? bikers and they, they all like slide, they skid to a stop when they see him pull up next to them and they, they all start to get off their bike and walk up to him and he's in a, a disguise, um, which is a helmet and a leather and- jacket. And and sunglasses. And sunglasses, which cover his Aviators. huge fucking pterodactyl nose, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> um, but as soon as he takes the helmet and stuff off, they realize he's, he's like, a... <gasps> That's some cherry rig, bro. Glad you like it. Where'd you get it? My friends and I made it. Hey, cool. What? It's a freaking monster! Get him! Hey, what are you doing? Cherry rig. Cherry rig. Mm-hmm. They start beating him up. They yep. all try to pile on him, and he fights them off. But then, finally, one of them pulls out a gun, shoots at him, but Demona comes out of nowhere, attacks him. The bullet goes astray and hits his bike, which immediately explodes. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, the, the bike explodes, which was really sad because... He was really proud of the bike. They all were. They were really excited about this bike they made, and he loved it. Yeah, so that was the best part of the but episode. The rest of it's... <laughs> no, it was it was sad. So this is what I'm trying to get at. Like, And he even says during the fight with the bikers, I was just trying to fit in. Yeah. And it's so sad because, I don't know, different episodes of the show have made me think about different issues. And this one really, for some reason, I was thinking a lot about like LGBTQ issues. Mm. And him being like a symbol of that, you know, like... Right, like well, the, the gargoyles the gar- are like... The guys find out, you know, yeah, it's yeah. That, that thing where it's like, we're all friends until you find out that I'm gay and then you want to fucking, suddenly you want to kick my ass. Um, right, they have to hide their, like, they right, stand in for right. a bunch of different oppressed groups. Yeah, exactly. But that, and yeah. that's my point. But it, But for some reason, this particular episode, it felt... It felt like that to me. And um, the other thing was, so so Demona shows up and saves him. And she tells him, We must make Goliath see the truth. Humanity will never trust or accept us. But not all humans are like that. Elisa is our friend. Perhaps the policewoman is the exception that proves the rule. But can she keep you safe from the rest of humanity? Only we can protect each other, Brooklyn. We must be united and strong and willing to deal with the humans as they would deal with us. And I'm listening to this and I'm like, yeah, I mean, she's right. Like, and it kind of bummed me out that they turn her like evil again at mm-hmm. the end. 
because I think she has a valid point. And, and what it made me think about was how, like, we, how often the oppressed are expected to rise above their oppression in the face of power and, like, take the high road. Right. You know, like, we expect people to be forgiving and respond with mm-hmm. kindness when they're treated like fucking shit. And, um, and you have to be better than... Right, You have right. to be, like, the model minority. You have to right. be the best. Exactly. And Demona's like, than, yeah. Demona's like, fuck that, you know? Like, they're assholes. We should not be trying to convince them to treat us with respect. And that's that's what I kept thinking about is, like... yeah. People, groups of people, should not have to convince the rest of humanity that they deserve to be treated with respect. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, she so, does add the the extra layer of she wants to kill all the humans and take over. Right, right, right. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. That's where she becomes. That's where it becomes an evil thing. Yeah. And then she puts a spell on Goliath. Yeah. <laughs> to control him, and that part's really weird. And then she convinces Brooklyn to steal the the Grimoire something. The book that was Mach-Norum the Magus's or... book that. Xanatos has for some yeah. reason. It's a has a bunch of spells in it, so they mm-hmm. put Goliath under this spell that whoever holds the spell, like literally holds the spell in the written spell in, in their, their hand, <laughs> can control him. Yeah, um, which comes up later in one of the worst endings to a television show ever broadcast on television. Wow, that's <laughs> jeez. It was just that is harsh. I mean, they thought it was so clever too. That's what was so bad about it. Well. I I can't decide how I feel about it. I think it was a really stupid, easy way out. That's yeah. what, how I felt at first. And then I thought, well, I don't know. Maybe it is kind of clever. So, so the way that they break the spell is that Detective Maza is holding the spell at the end and says, oh, we need to use this. Yeah. Rather than try to fight it, we because should use Demona- it tore the pages out with the like counter spell or whatever so they can't free Goliath. Right, they don't have the counter spell, yeah. Yeah. Um and so Maza at the end is like She holds the spell. She's like, "Okay, I'm holding the spell, and that means you have to do what I say. Goliath, I order you to act for the rest of your life exactly as you would if you were not under a spell." For the rest of your life. Yeah. I like that they threw that in so it's like this cannot come up again yeah. because then he, like, snaps out of it. <laughs> Very clever, Elisa. It worked. All right. I knew Demona was wrong about you, at least. Yeah, I and mean... he explains that he could hear the whole time. He just couldn't do anything about it. And he tells Brooklyn that it's okay. Yeah. That he fell for Demona's tricks. And... But, like, in some way, De- in some ways, Demona is, like, the Black Panthers. Aside from wanting to destroy <laughs> uh, humanity. You know what I'm saying? Like... Goliath is the MLK and Demona is the Black Panther right. saying like, hey, we have the right to fight back. You know what I mean? Right. Well, Goliath seems a little naive and like, yeah, everything's going to be fine. We just Even have to find the right friends. Yeah. But like he's, Elisa, they, he's they, definitely more careful than the other ones, though. Yeah. He's the one saying like, you can't trust humans. You have to. Right. And Demona is more like, we just need to kill them all and take over. They're terrible. Right. Which is not. That's not what I'm comparing to Black right, Panthers. I'm right. just saying, I I just think there's some real, like, kind of deep shit going on there with, like, power and oppression. Mm-hmm. And, I would say you that know, legitimate of them are, responses. Like, 
perfect. They're both a little narrow in their view of mm-hmm. how to attack the issue. Yeah, well, it's also a but, cartoon. Yeah. yeah um, a cartoon television show. Yeah, so, I was just... That was... He's yeah. just supposed to act like he's not under a spell. That's what he's supposed to do. That's how you solve the problem. It just felt a little clever and too easily wrapped up. Oh, yeah. No, it was... It was so um, annoying. It was almost like... And it was all a dream, yes, you know, exactly. it, it felt very like a cop out, like, okay, well, if you could break a spell that easily, I mean, what's the point of magic? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> by the way, the word I was trying to think of, er- the word I was trying to think of earlier was dignity, not so much respect as like dignity. And I don't know if I said that. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't either. Uh, <laughs> there was the line, the line was used, they would shoot you down like a dog. Mm-hmm. And I just wanted to address this real quick. Mm-hmm. Do people shoot dogs that much? Hey, Micah? Yeah. D- did you hear? Do- hey, Micah. Uh-huh. Do people shoot dogs a lot? I don't, I don't know. See? So why do people, why is it's that a, a phrase? just a phrase. Because I think shoot people Shoot you used down to- like a dog. Because like- dogs are like. They're man's best friend, but they're also used metaphorically as, like, you're a dog. Like, you're nothing. You're, you know? Yeah, but, like, hey, it, let's just, Dogs I would like. contain multitudes. I want to take this moment mm-hmm. on I Never Saw That to just put out a quick PSA. Hey, everybody, stop shooting dogs. Yeah, that's a good idea. Don't shoot dogs. That is not, that's just mean. That's cruel. That's cruelty. Um, so let's put a stop to that. There were some other phrases in this episode that I found interesting. Um, Demona takes Brooklyn on a little tour of how bad humanity is, and she shows him a whole bunch of things. Oh, um, right. Like, my favorite was people doing the, crimes. Yeah, people doing crimes and being bad. Um, my favorite was they peeked in the window of a family, and the, the father was yelling about how bad the kid is. And he said, do you remember what he no. said? He said something about his brain is bad or something. And his friends are all hoodlums. And then the kid runs out sobbing. It was a very sad moment. But just yeah. the writing, like the writer, that's what they came up with for like an abusive father to say. It was very you know, weird. You're a real dick. I am a dick. Like, why do you need to? Why do you need to criticize the writers and the writing? And I just, I do it because I think this show, in some ways, is really it's touching on interesting themes, and it's bringing things up in this like dark cartoon that I think was pretty interesting for its time. Yeah. Um, but then it seems like they really but don't you have try to, for something. You have to remember that this was a show for kids like I know. young people were watching this so they i think that they kept those issues relatively surface level so the things that you know they're saying right. aren't necessarily that's not what i'm talking about though i'm talking about the the way they write right you're talking about things. the dialogue and yeah the dialogue and some of the stuff just seems like it's they didn't put much effort or time into it yeah um and it's just kind of disappointing yeah you don't have well, to be like you don't have to write down to kids Right. No, that's true. And Which I don't think I don't they think do that. They do and, for the most part. Right. Yeah, I think I think that's one of the things that's very compelling about the show is that they generally don't do that. It's it doesn't feel it doesn't feel like a little kids show at all to me. So, can we move on to episode 8? Yes, episode 8, Deadly Force. This one is wild. This one also 
much like the first one in this group, mm-hmm. uh, felt like an after-school special. Yes. Only very, very dark. I mean, like, they went there with this one. Um, and it seems like it's more of a... But it definitely felt like it had alone. a message for the yes. children. Yes. Which is don't play with guns. Because basically what happens is Broadway gets super... They they find a movie theater that they can break into <laughs> yeah. the ceiling of or something. I They're in the balcony eating popcorn. There's eating popcorn. Just, it's the popcorn sitting balcony. Sitting up there and nobody can see them somehow. But Broadway loves this movie called Showdown. Mm-hmm. They've seen it a bunch apparently and Broadway keeps going back to see it. It's a new Western movie uh-huh. that is in black and white and stars Clint Eastwood's character from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Yeah, and yeah. And then apparently some sort of John Wayne character because Broadway does a John Wayne impression. Yeah. But it, yeah, anyway, it's just like a Western and they shoot each other and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so Broadway is going around pretending to shoot and then he shows up at Elisa Maza's house. For food. He just drops you know, of in. Of course. He drops in on the rooftop through the windows of yeah. the building because she lives. And apparently he does that a lot because she was like, Broadway, is that you? Mm-hmm. And she had hung up her gun on her coat rack. Um, As you do. Like you do. Just take your jacket off, take off your holster, hang, your hang it on the coat rack. Mm-hmm. And um, Broadway he, grabbed the gun and was like pointing it and yeah. like playing with it and shot her. Mm-hmm. Like straight up shot her. As she's cooking food for him. I couldn't believe, I could not believe that they actually. Height of rudeness. Um, I mean, I, it was clear, obviously, that he was going to do shoot something. Yeah. But I, I was actually very surprised that it was her that he actually shot her, and she, you know, for a lot of the episode. I mean, of course, you know, she's going to live, but, but they're saying we don't know if she's going to make it, and she's in the hospital for the whole episode, and she's she flatlines she, at one point. Yeah. And I mean, they do some. They threw in some real medical lingo there. Did they? Yeah. Let's hear it. Flatline, no pulse. Epinephrine. Still flat. Get the paddles. 400 watt seconds. Clear. Got her. Normal sinus rhythm. But he takes her to a hospital. He, like, he grabs drops her, her flies, off. And goes to the emergency room entrance. There's an ambulance parked there with a gurney. A gurney happens to be sitting there. Sitting there. Yeah, an empty gurney. <laughs> he just gurney. lays her in it and takes off. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, she's in the hospital for most of the episode. Um, and the other plot that's moving parallel Yeah, to I don't even remember. Is at the very beginning, there's some Owen, Xanatos' assistant, uh-huh. is watching some things being unloaded from a ship. And then the truck oh, that right. they're being There's loaded to is stolen, stolen by some yeah. people with tear gas and masks on. Um, so they steal these things. Xanatos tells Elisa Maza, he goes to the cops right away and is like, um, a shipment of weapons was just stolen from me. They're uh, experimental particle beam weapons. There are 332 <laughs> of them and they're of different shapes and varieties and sizes and uh, they were just stolen. And mm-hmm. So Maza's supposedly on the case looking for him, but the gargoyles get on the case because they think that one of the people that stole the guns shot Elisa because right. she's on the case. Yeah, so they don't know yet that it was Broadway. Yeah. After that, and Broadway's in hiding. He hasn't come home for a few days. So right. they're all worried about Broadway. Yeah, but Broadway then, you know, admits that it was him and stuff like that. Yeah, Hudson has another um, great little, line. 
gem of wisdom yeah in this one i remember it it He's, was when he was he, like oh yeah yeah, yeah or oi or oi i i believe i believe in god and yep. country that's it and so should you wow yep not even close it was really moving i remember that i was really moved by that that's weird what he says in the show <laughs> Is movies, television, video games. Oh, yeah. These days, it's hard to tell what's real and what's not. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just like, well, it was basically, basically the same thing the same. he said before. Yeah. So I guess we can't believe everything we see on TV. <laughs> Which was the point, too. And, of course, throughout the whole thing, too, Broadway's like, I will never touch a gun again. And it's very anti-gun mm-hmm. for kids, which is good. Like, I, you know, I was okay with this, with that. but And they finally track down the bad guys when they're doing the big deal. Um, but they mentioned earlier in the episode because the bad guy who I don't even well, remember the guys, his name, Tony. Tony something. It's like a, he's a very stereotypical like mob. mobster. Yeah. And he has this group of mobster dudes and there's a scene where they all walk by and they show every <laughs> single one of their faces yeah. like looking menacing. And I thought it's it was so, so hilarious. It's like a parade. of. It's like that scene in Goodfellas. Yeah. I, right. <laughs> yeah. Like I wonder if they it's very were weird. going for that. Um, so... One of the guys has sold a few of the guns for just for operating expenses. He says on the street, he's just sold a few to random yeah, people. Didn't like make sense. <laughs> didn't get like that part at all. The mob. It's this huge racket, and yet they have to sell a gun here or there. So when Goliath finds the guns, the deal they're making is with Owen Xanatos's assistant. Again, mm-hmm. it's all like Xanatos is behind everything. Mm-hmm. So he buy. He's gonna come buy the stuff just to get the the guns back for his boss basically so he shows up and goliath has all the bad guys tied up he destroys all the guns which owen gets really mad about but before he does that goliath well, asks owen him, get, getting really mad is like mr xanatos isn't going to like this i'll be happy to discuss the matter with him that's him getting really mad but he asks xanatos or he asks owen are these all the weapons and owen in like a yeah. second says it appears that there are approximately 37 missing. He just rain mans all the guns. Well, he says, it's hard to, I, I yeah. don't know for sure, but my est- my estimate is that 37 of them are missing. Yeah. It's like, estimate? What the fuck? That's not an estimate. None like, of that made any an sense. estimate would be like about 40. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But let me just look at these toothpicks on the floor and count them immediately. Yeah. And then do subtraction. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, you know, yeah, they destroy the weapons and Elisa is okay in the end and yes. Broadway learns about guns Broadway, and not the to first play with time, them. Though, when he confesses to Goliath that mm-hmm. it was him, he says, I was just looking at her gun and it went off, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you know this, kids, but that's not how guns work. Mm-hmm. You can't just look at it Mm-mm. and have it shoot. No. So... I was a little disappointed, but later Broadway does come clean and says that he was playing with it. So then this is where Goliath and Brooklyn go to the hospital where Elisa is on the roof. In Brooklyn a or Broadway? Room. Broadway, I'm sorry. Broadway and Goliath go to the hospital and as soon as her family leaves, they jump in the window of the hospital mm-hmm. um, into her amazing hospital room. Yeah, with we skylights. see Maza's parents and her brother in this yeah. one, which was I thought was interesting too. And her dad, I think, is a sergeant. Like a former police mm. officer or something. Because her boss comes and talks to them. And Maza also has a sister, but she doesn't come. 
We just find out more about her family, which is kind of cool. Um, but Goliath and, and Broadway see her and talk to her and she's okay. And then they go out the window and sit on the ledge mm-hmm. of the roof and turn into stone. Yeah. Like they're guarding her. I like, I loved that part. Yeah. I thought that was super cool. But don't you think somebody would walk by the hospital and be like, hmm, I don't remember seeing I two mean, gargoyles there. I, no. No. Because no one does that. <laughs> okay. I mean, and also it might have been that there was like a like a terrace there that they weren't just on the side of the building that there everyone wasn't. could see. Well, I think there might have been. They showed clearly that there could have been. Okay. But regardless, Micah, I thought it was really cool that they wanted to like protect her. I I I actually really liked that part. And she did mention, yeah, it was sweet that they like protected her. She did mention too because Brooklyn apologizes to her. And tells her that he did it. And she says, well... It's Broadway, Micah. I'm sorry. Broadway. I'm sorry. The one that eats all the time. Of course. He's broad. Broadway. Yeah. So she apologizes to him too and says, we both made mistakes. I need to be more careful with what I do with my gun. Right. Which was also a gun safety thing. Like, yeah, you need to lock up your fucking guns. Mm -hmm. Yep. So this yeah, one so, was teaching so what the kids. I was going to say is, yeah, yeah, these these episodes definitely felt um, heavier handed in terms of being like a kids show with a message. Yeah. But there was also some like real, you know, some deeper stuff going on, I thought. But yeah, so I'm, I'm curious where it's going. If, if it's going to be a lot of like one off. I mean, because these are all like they're all connected to Xanatos. Yeah. But. That's the only thing that kind of ties them all together. Otherwise, it's like they're fighting a different sort of evil every mm-hmm. episode. So I don't know. We're gonna do. We're only gonna do two more episodes. Yeah. So on we have gargoyles. five more uh, gargoyles episodes to watch, and I'm curious yeah. to see at the back half of this season if they get into more of a stride or if all the episodes feel more disconnected. Mm-hmm. And and when and when do they bone? Is the other I think that's in season big question two that I have. The middle 30 episodes okay. of season two are just, <laughs> just straight up boning. Just rock hard. Middle 30. <laughs> oh, God. We're the worst. Yeah. That's it. That's it. That's it. The end. <laughs> gargoyles. Gargoyles. Wow. It's getting, gargoyles. It's getting no. a little jazzy. Gargoyles. I sound like Moira Rose from Shit's Creek. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen. When she goes and sings Danny Boy. It's really funny. Gargoyles. Come Except back for more sucks. next week. Come back for more next week. We're doing the next three episodes. And then the last Gargoyles episode we will do is the final two episodes of season one. Uh, In case you have Disney Plus, that's where we're watching these. In case you have it. If you have Disney Plus, that's how we're watching these. If you want to watch them too. With us. If you haven't already. You probably have them all on VHS. Yeah. A lot of you are probably watching VHSs of this, of these, of this. Okay. Um... (laughs) All right. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening, as usual, um, for sticking with us and our just bullshit blathering. Our bullshit ramblings. I hope you're all staying safe and healthy. If you want to support us, you can uh, rate and review us. That would That's always really helpful. Um, we also have a Patreon if you uh, think what we're doing is worth paying a little bit for monthly. Or just tell like one person yep, that about too. the show. We're back. And we're doing this every week. And you could just text a friend and say, hey, listen to this podcast while you're stuck at home. Yeah. It'll make you feel smart. Because <laughs> these dum-dums 
don't know like, what they're talking about these ever. Dumb, these are dum-dums. And that and that's a service you know, that we do you for really, you. You know, if you really, really want to get people to listen, you could, you know, just give them a hint of what seeing the funny papers is about. Because that's what people really... And I think I do think a really lot of people are in. tuning in for that, and you're making a joke, but people love your stupid segment. Oh, by the way, I apologize. I haven't <laughs> been doing headlines, um, but oh, the thing yeah. is that the headlines are stupid, and, and the reason is because I don't know how to find any good ones, and I think it was like sort of funny the first time or something when I found some like obscure stupid ones. It can just be an occasional segment. It can be whatever we want it to be because Not we do what we, we do what we want. You know, you don't have to carry the show with your segment, Jen. Don't worry about it. I've no, got you're this. already carrying it is what is <laughs> your implication. Um, yeah, I mean, who doesn't? Who wouldn't want to listen to 26-year-old comic strips in described the newspaper being described in painstaking detail? Yeah, yeah. By, by a dingus. Isn't mm-hmm. that, that is the bonus part. So anyway, now we're just talking about our own about what happens on our episodes (laughs) and everyone already knows that's listening because they just heard it all right so if you want more gargoyles uh you should listen to defenders of the night yep like we mentioned before we'll mention it again next week and the next week liz and daniel um are doing a very good job of examining these in detail but for now you're stuck with us because they only have one episode out ha Thank you. And thanks to Grandma Cray for our artwork. Thanks to Fifi Folios for our internet stuff. Thanks to Minus Violet for our music. Until next time. See you in the the 90s. 90s. Were you going to say something clever? Gargoyles, 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 I love you.